Welcome everybody to the Defining Time show on Fifth Wrist Radio and thank you for tuning in. Now Fifth Wrist was set up by enthusiasts to serve the community for giving community members the opportunity to review their own watches. Now this way you can be honest about what it's like to live with it and tell people about your pros and cons, um, things you like and don't like, etc. So if you haven't already, head over to the Fifth Wrist website, which is fifthwrist.com, review one of your watches and help another community member make the right decision. My name's Anthony, and I'm joined by my co-host, Alex, the actual real world world conqueror watch regulator. How are you going? Excellent. God, you're really nailing those intros now. It makes, makes me to shame when I do my shit uh, ones, but yeah, good on you. All right. You guys have got big shoes to fill anyway, mm. so that's fine. Um, so we, uh, we've got a, a guest tonight, which I'm super, super pumped about, um, and someone who sort of entered the scene like an absolute firecracker, uh, and that is Watch Gringer. Britt, welcome to the Defining Time show. How you doing? Oh, stop it. Thank you very much for making <laughs> me feel. You're making me feel like such a big deal, and I'm not. No, <laughs> oh, but you know, right. that's the thing. That's the oh. thing about Fifth Wrist is, is we want the real people. Right, any mug can go and get the the people in the watch industry because they're they're open for business. But we want the real people that have real stories and actually care about what they're doing. So, hope I haven't oh. offended anyone there. But Britt, thank you for joining us. Uh, we've got a fun Stop show it. lined up. Uh, we'll do some wrist checks, some drink checks, and then I'm going to do my rapid fire questions um, to Britt so we can get to know her really quickly and what she likes and doesn't like about watches. And then we're going to hear Brit's story and just talk about watches, have a lot of fun. So why don't we start with Brit? What are you drinking and what's on your wrist? Well, it's nighttime in Australia, but I'm uh, in the UK <laughs> right now. So I am drinking a coffee right now. I'm starting my day off right with a coffee, but it is going to merge into <laughs> a coffee. And it's going to merge into a Prosecco <laughs> very, ah. very soon. Which feels like a suitable morning drink. Um, so that's my drink check. Wrist check. I got my one and only, the Black Bay 58. Uh, nice. Blue. Yes, yeah, loving it, loving it. Um, and after it won a little challenge prize, I, I couldn't help myself. Very good. Very good. So, so it's lived up to what you expected it to be? All the hype, all the hype, lived up to all the hype. Yeah. But you know what? When I originally got it, so Watch Poppy, my husband, got it for me. I never asked for it. Like, I didn't want it. Like, I had absolutely no interest in it. <laughs> I get home from work one day. He's like, I got a present for you. <laughs> and he gives me this watch. And I was like, I didn't want this. Uh, all I wanted at the time was a Rolex Oyster Perpetual. I was, I was, I was disappointed. <laughs> And I was like, you got this for you, mate. You did not get this for me. You got this for you under the guise of you got it for me. Uh, but yeah, we bo I bonded with this watch. And I, I got to say, I absolutely love it. Lived up to all the hype for me, at least. So good. I reckon we're going to get to know a little bit about this husband and wife watch collecting team uh, <laughs> through the conversation. So I'm looking forward to that. Alex, what about you? Uh, what, what are we doing first? Drinks or watches? whatever you want, mate. So, uh, what time is it? It's 9.20. I've been drinking since uh, <laughs> about one o'clock today. Um, mm. So, I'm trying to, I'm kind of easing into the evening now. So, I have a couple of bottles of Magners, but I also have... Are they the big ones or the little ones? No, the big ones. 560 <laughs> milliliters. But I also have a glass of red, which I'm hoping someone can bless and turn into holy... Holy wine 
because we've never had any kind of blessed holy wine on the show before it could be a first if i don't know if you can do it through someone, zencaster if only we had someone <laughs> if only <laughs> so i've got that that's what i'm uh drinking and i have my seiko tuna solar sbgz something 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 on yeah nice very good. Well, Alex, you're going to be proud of me because I even had a beer while I was cooking the barbecue before before I came onto the podcast. Normally, I only drink on podcasts, but it was hot today, so I thought I'm going to have a beer. Um, so I have my one and only ultra-low-carb lager by the fine gents and ladies at Pure Blonde Carlton Brewery. So, um, But I'm also I, – I, you'll be proud, Alex. Double part. I've also got a glass – with nothing in it, and a bottle of Laphroaig, oh, just in case. But I don't know. I'm not too good at mixing drinks. So I've had this is my second beer now. So if I go to the whiskies, <laughs> it's either going to be on like Donkey Kong or you're going to hear me start snoring. So anyway, okay, that's my text. Oh. We'll see how we go. And on my wrist, I am wearing my Rolex BLNR GMT Master 2. Um, yeah. Are you going to do, do your Rolex thing? Because uh, the I'm guys from Scottish Watches messaged me, Rick from Scottish Watches messaged me and said, who's your guy that does the Rolex <laughs> thing? That's what he actually said. So you need to do it. All right. All right, all right. Ready, ready, ready. All right. And tonight I'm wearing my Rolex <laughs> Batman. No, 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 Batman, Batman, Batman. Okay. Right. Is that all right? Yeah. Too much? You're not allowed any whiskey. It's, 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 <laughs> internationally well known that that's your thing now mm. all right fine i'll have to do it then every time i wear it yeah that's all right <laughs> all right cool wrist checks drink checks done so let's go to my rapid fire questions brit stand by um yeah. if we had some music to put in your ears that would be kind of cool like a game show but we don't so just wait there oh, are you ready okay babes and my prosecco all has right. just arrived just in time ah very good very good all right ready five questions Three, two, one. Rolex or Amiga? Ah, Rolex. <laughs> Vintage or modern? Modern. Mainstream or indie? Ah, uh, mainstream. A few watches or a lot of watches? A few good watches. Okay. And flip or keep? Keep. All right. Round of applause for Brit. Well done. You've, you've done well. Um, no, yeah, you're rapid so, fire. Cool. Like rapid questions, rapid answers, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we had a few seconds between yeah. your it answers. It took too long, but, but we'll let it go. Right, I'll edit it so that it comes forward a little bit, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, why don't we just get into the show and get to, to sort of meet you and, and, you know, to put this into perspective, the last couple of months on Instagram, I've been seeing these crazy stories coming up by this person <laughs> that lives in the UK, um, has these funny accents and changes her voice and does some really interesting and wacky stuff. So each day I look forward to, and I see it pop up. I'm like, Oh, what's it going to be today? Some days it's, uh, you know, questions about watches and boring stuff, but other days you're just being yourself and doing the coolest things. So I really wanted to get you on because it's, it's just, it's nice and refreshing to see some people doing some different stuff and just being not, a clown because i'm not saying you're a clown but you are a funny person <laughs> i mean a clown me. is a fair assessment to what i'm doing <laughs> clowns are offended now all over the world like studied yeah. at clown school for 10 years to be compared to this stuff oh dear so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got so crazy into watches 
Oh, first of all, I'm just grinning from ear to ear. This is the kindest intro. And I must say, I, I, I never really expected any of this, really. So it's just been a crazy wild ride since joining Instagram, really. I honestly thought no one would follow me. <laughs> I thought, well, I had a girl I went to school with. She was like really pretty and popular. Uh, and on her personal Instagram, she has 700 followers. So I thought, oh, that's badass. And on my personal Instagram, I have like 300. So I was like, oh my gosh, if I could get 700, <laughs> I would be as cool as Danielle. <laughs> And where are you at now? Just for the people playing along at home, what are you at now? <laughs> I have just over 4,000 now. That's um, more than me, and I've been doing this for years. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, get Danielle on next. <laughs> yeah. We tried to get Danielle, but she was busy tonight. So yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Danielle is where it's at. Uh, but the question was really what got me into watches. I just had to say th thank you so much for having me. I've just been blown Our away. Pleasure. Um, really, I wasn't really into watches for the longest time. Well, ever like growing up in Canada was not into watches. Uh, and it wasn't until I met the person who's now my husband, uh, that I got into watches. So he had all these watches. He had a Rolexes, Omegas, whatever. And I was just razzle dazzled by it. I was like, what, what is this? I didn't know people had these. I've seen like magazine adverts with Rolex or Omega on it, but I didn't know real people had these things. Uh, but I, I truly just did not understand collecting. Like I just, I didn't get why he was doing it. Like, why are you spending like 8,000 pound on this? It didn't, it, you could just check your phone for the time. None of it made sense to me. Uh, and he would explain his love for it. So my husband is an engineer. Um, so he loves all things mechanical. He is just fascinated by the engineering and the craftsmanship that goes into these pieces, which I like, I, I could kind of like respect that, I guess, but like, I still wasn't into it. I'm not an engineering brain at all. Like it, it still didn't really make sense to me. <laughs> um, and it wasn't till he gave me my first nice watch for our first one or for our one year wedding anniversary. Our first wedding Aww. anniversary, he gave me the international wife's watch, a Cartier Tang. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing you have to give your wife at some point in your relationship. I got it at our, our one-year wedding anniversary. Uh, and I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I come from very humble backgrounds. It's the most expensive thing I'd ever owned. I'd never even had a car that costed what this costed. And I thought, wow, this, this is amazing. I can't believe someone would give such a thing to me. I was just blown away um, and humbled. And I, I really fell in love with this watch. And slowly, like I started reading into the story behind the tank. I thought, wow, what a cool piece of history that I get to be a part of. And then you start reading about other people who have worn this watch. And I think, wow, some of my heroes have worn this watch. This is worn by Jackie Kennedy, Andy Warhol, Michelle Obama wears this watch. And I'm thinking, wow, this is actually kind of cool. And the pieces start coming together for me, really, at this point. Um, and then I, I still, I was starting to get it. I, I really thought it was kind of, I always call watches the intersection of like engineering, fashion, and history all comes together in this one little thing that 
can outlive you. You you can pass along to other people. Um, I, I just always thought it was a really beautiful thing. But still, I, I didn't think I'd get any more watches. I was just blown away. I had this tank and I it was very precious to me. Uh, and then he got me the Hadinki, <laughs> Hadinki, so controversial right now. Uh, he got me <laughs> the Hadinki Namos Tangente Special yes. Edition. Um, and I saw that. That is a nice watch. Oh, yes. He got me it for Christmas last year. And I thought, this is very cool. So very different than my tank. A lot sportier. Um, and once again, I was like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> Came with two different straps. Like, this is awesome. And once again, the pieces are starting to fit together. So now this one's a manual wind. And I'm starting to bond with it, connect with it. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Uh, and I'd say that's the one that got me like hook, line, and sinker. I'm into watches now. <laughs> Um, nice. and, and that's kind of where it all started for me. So I have a, I have a wee collection now. I have four pieces in my personal collection uh, and in our shared possession or our, our shared collection. It's quite a bit more, which is quite nice. But <laughs> my husband good. is sitting in the room yeah. with me as well. He's like, not, it's not shared. It's not a shared collection. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's what got me into watches. So you, you guys, uh, I can hear your husband in the background there saying that it's not shared. It's not shared. But how many of his watches do you actually get to wear? Do I get to wear? Well, it's a shared collection and they're not his. So I told him, he's <laughs> like, watch puppy, here's the deal. If people start inviting you on shows, then you can talk about it. But as it turns out, I'm the one on the show. So I will tell my <laughs> my perspective. <laughs> So, uh, uh, with his shared collection, we'd moved to about 11 watches, I think, 11 or 12. Uh, nice. Some of them are a bit too big for my taste, really, or don't sit quite right on my wrists. So, he's got um, a JLC Master Control, and it, it just doesn't sit right on me. Yeah, but, but then, so you have, we have an Omega Speedmaster, the 2020 Olympics uh panda version and it's a 42 mil and i love it on my wrist so it, it, it's so funny just the way different things sit and and lie but of his collection i probably wear three or four nice and so it's interesting with that 2020 speedy that they still bought it to market when the olympics were cancelled i suppose I they weren't going to go back and change the uh the, the dates or whatever but anyway i know i think it's quite a niche little piece to have really um yeah. yeah, well, you watch in years to come, it'll, it'll overtake the Snoopy and probably worth like fifty thousand pounds or something. I think so. Could, so. Oh, we would love uh, that. We would love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you tell me, please, um, what is a gringer? Because I have no idea. <laughs> That's such a good question. Uh, so, it is. I don't know if Spanish people in Europe use this, but certainly Spanish people, Latinos. People oh, la gringa. Yeah. La gringa, right. yes. Right. Yeah. It's it's a white person, a white girl specifically. Um, uh-huh. so when I was living in Canada, I kind of got to hanging out with some people, some Latinas. I kind of got deep into the Latin community. <laughs> but uh, my best friend, Yanyeska, Yanny, um, she would take me around. I'd meet all these Latinos, Latinas. They were great. They could party. Uh, they were a good time. And very quickly, it became apparent I was 
the basic white person in the room who couldn't speak Spanish, who was very uncultured. <laughs> and they can see right through me. And slowly you start hear- hearing in conversation all the time, the gringa, the gringa, the gringa, uh, to which Yanni eventually told me is me. Um, and I thought it was hilarious. And I just totally latched on to this whole gringa title. And pretty much all my Instagrams or everything I have on social media will be something gringa. Um, my, my first Instagram account I opened was very inspired by Drake, Canadian rapper Drake. So he's Champagne Poppy on Instagram. And I was like, this is brilliant. I'm going to be Champagne Gringa. <laughs> so I became Champagne Gringa. <laughs> and then slowly I start opening other stupid accounts and watch, watch Gringa becomes a part of the Gringa brand. And, uh. <laughs> just started out from latinos making fun of me oh that's awesome that i i kind of figured that was it but i thought living in the uk and i didn't make the connection to to latinos but very good um and why did you join instagram with a a watch sort of profile compared to your normal sort of personal one i'll tell you why no one was liking any of my wrist pics i was posting (laughs) I was posting amazing wrist pics all the time. I was like, this the shot's dope. Everyone's going to love it. <laughs> I put it on, get like three likes. I was like, screw these people. <laughs> Fuck these guys. I'm going to go make new friends. So I <laughs> I start a watch account. And uh, yeah, I was getting more than like, well, I think my most liked wrist pic on my personal page has 12 likes. <laughs> what? This is a fine watch. This is like nice picture of a fine watch and I'm thinking everyone's gonna love this nobody liked it so I was like yeah I'll just go find new people and watch fam has been very good to me (laughs) and what's your most popular one on your your watch profile how many likes it's not one thousand of pride in (laughs) it's not a photo (laughs) of pride in but it's over a thousand likes which I couldn't believe let's see right I think I've ever had anything with over a thousand likes before. That's yeah. No, I I'll be lucky if I crack two hundred. Yeah. One point two k likes. One point two k. Wow. Quite a show off. I think it helps. <laughs> I think it helps being a girl. It's a little bit more niche, isn't it? Well, I think I think, and you know, it, 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 there's got to be some sort of explanation around the you know four thousand followers in you know what is it like three months or something it's not been a very long time it was like august or something yeah, um and I, I think it's just it. yeah it's just refreshing and it's nice to see women out there that are getting into the hobby and you know you get to enjoy it with your husband which is just you know that that's a dream for a lot of watch yeah. guys that their their women <laughs> would get into their women god that was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> their their partners their their better halves or spouses yeah yeah it's like yeah, they're everywhere. Can't fight them away with a stick. Anyway, but you know what I mean? Like, and it's just, it's nice to see that, you know, there's, there's, there's new faces popping up um, because some stuff can get pretty mundane all the time. People posting the same stuff all the time. Um, but anyway, it, it is refreshing to see. Now I do want to know because coming into the watch sort of community as a woman, uh, you know, yeah. you, I'm sure you get, or how many DMs do you get? each week from the creeps out there that miss the watch puppy memo that just don't get that you are a married woman you know what 
I am so disappointed by how few creeps I get. <laughs> I'd be swimming in them, but I get nothing. So uh. Sam and her watch box posted, she posted something along the lines of someone asked her a very similar question in a Q&A. They're like, oh, how many creepy DMs do you get? And she's like, so many. Like, they're so lucky I don't post them all on here. <laughs> and I missed her back. I was like, bitch, like, you're getting people say, like, this is my dream. I want, I want creeps oh, in my DM. Don't say that. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, don't Do you realize it's going to be, you're just going to open up your DMs after this airs? It's going to be like fucking sausage fresh. Uh, we have four yeah. listeners at Fifth Wrist and they're all creeps. So, it, yeah. yeah, I was hoping oh, for significantly more, but then my husband did remind me. I do have one guy. Uh, I assume, I don't know if they're creepy or what, because they're always in Arabic. He doesn't write to me in English, only in Arabic, but there's a lot of hearts and emojis. So I, I think he's sending me lovely stuff, out. but I can't read it. <laughs> I think I do possibly have one creep in the Middle East. Can you can you copy and paste it into like Google Translate or something and see if you can see what it says? It might just be something you know really complimentary. Yeah, it's probably just like, hey, I love that watch. That's yeah. fantastic. I've got one of them. And I've, yeah. I've been in love with it for years. Your wish list won't work. At Watch Gringa, I'm trying to make your wish list work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Alex, did you want to see if you can get a blessing? A ble- on my on my wine? I yeah. I did it already through um, Zencaster. Can you can oh. you bless wine? What's your uh, what's your is it denomination? What's the correct yeah, yeah. term? So I technically am not qualified yet to consecrate. I I, I couldn't uh, do what? So I'm in Ugh. I'm in the training to be a vicar. I'm in the training to be at that stage. But as of right now, I have not been qualified yet for that stage. So I am not good enough to bless your wine quite yet. So you're like my level of watchmaker, but in religious <laughs> terms. We are the same. Yes, we are the same. <laughs> what about holy water? Can you do holy water? I'm, I'm nothing compared to you. Stop it. We're not the same. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't really do much yet. But you know what? It's so funny. No one's actually going to care about this, but whatever. So I've switched denominations. So I used to be in the Pentecostal denomination where I could do all this stuff. So the denomination I was in before, I could I could bless things, I could lead communion. Um, I couldn't do weddings, but I could do funerals. So I've done funerals. Yeah, but then in, in Church of England, um, or, or Anglican, some people might know it as, I'm not qualified to do any of these things quite yet. So it's like when you're a doctor in one country and you can't, you move countries and you can't transfer your skills, they don't trust you to perform surgeries. <laughs> Is it like that? <laughs> that's ex- that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I'm sure I got horrible references as well. So then they weren't willing to. to <laughs> <laughs> so so what made you want to what made you want to go down this road and and go to to be a vicar in the end? Oh my gosh! Well, that's a big question. Well, um, like why did I switch denominations, or or why have I found myself? No, no, no. Just just yeah. In in general, like this this sort of way of life I suppose being being a pastor oh that's a fantastic question 
that's really not ever what I saw happening in my life or what I thought was going to happen. So I became, I didn't, I didn't grow up in a religious household at all. Um, and I became mm. a Christian when I was 16 um, through what I would call a really radical, like God experience or God moment. I, I just didn't know what it was, but I knew there was like a few weird Christian kids at my school. So I was like, I was like, I was like, hey guys, like, I think I'm one of you now. Like, what do I do? Um, so I'm like, we'll take you to youth group. So I started going to youth group and ended up in church kind of that way. Um, still never saw church leadership being in my future. So I am, this, this could be a surprise. Not many people know this. I'm a pretty high level ice hockey player. Um, wow. I had lined up an ice hockey scholarship. I'd sorted out my life. That's what I was going to do. I was going to play hockey, um, maybe even get to the Olympics one day. Who knew? I, I really had high dreams of being a really high-level ice hockey player. Uh, and that's what I did. So I went to university my first year on an ice hockey scholarship. Crushed it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but then I had a pretty horrible injury, which didn't allow me to play anymore. And uh. church, we're kind of like, Brit, like you should maybe think about going to seminary. Um, so eventually I did. And I, I just felt I fell in love with it. I, I love church leadership. I think it is such an honor and, and a privilege to get to call this my job and my role. But I, I never saw this happening in my life. It was never a part of my plans. Um, but now that it is, it, it's been really such a blessing in my life. I, I wouldn't have written my life story any other way. Well, that's really cool. That's, you know, sometimes you just get, get put in a direction for whatever reason and then things just work out that way. And so when did you, when did you move to the UK? Like how long has that been a recent thing or is that quite a while ago? Uh, it's in between a recent thing and quite a while ago now. It'll be my fourth Christmas here. So I've been here four years now. Okay. Uh, I think yeah. it's settled here now. Awesome. I guess if we talk a little bit more around the watch side of things, what are what are some of the things on what maybe we'll, we'll start with your husband. So maybe you can ask him if he's still there. But what's on his his wish list for what's coming next? Yeah, he's lurking in the corner. He's in the corner over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he wants me to say and reveal it. Oh, uh, fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. Sweet. You can you can start with yourself if you want. No, no, no. He's going he's gonna to tell you. James, tell them. I mean, watch Poppy. Tell them what you want. <laughs> tell them what you want. identity is no, his real name is James. <laughs> he's so mysterious. We're, so, we're such opposites. So he's like. It's not James Bond in it, is it? We've been talking about him so much lately. How funny would no. that be, Alex, if he turned up here? It's quite a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> he's so mysterious. He doesn't want anyone knowing his name or his face. And I'm kind of like, hi, I'm Brittany. Like. Here's my phone number. <laughs> uh, tell him your next question. Um, so I'm kind of working around and toying with the idea. I've not fully decided yet uh, of getting an FP show. Nice. Um, CB or? It's, it's more working out the financials of it and whether it's... How yeah. many watches do you have to sell to yeah. get it? <laughs> yeah. uh, we've all been there. Yeah, Don't worry. Slimming down and focusing on something a bit different and that's what it is very good nice nice very cool and what about you brit what do you what do you get your eyes on um quite like to get the havana dialed um platinum cursed um, oh that's that that yeah yeah that's nice that brown dial nice. one yeah, yeah. But I've not very seen cool 
and it's always difficult when you don't see it in person. Um, mm. He's literally sat next to me with his phone open, looking at it. This is what he does all day. <laughs> That's what we all do all the time. I know. <laughs> it's a safe space where all exactly is weird as each other, okay? Oh, I love it. I love it. And what about you, Britt? What what are you got? What your what are you looking for next? Enough of it. Watch Poppy. Back to me. Um, <laughs> my next one. I really. I have. I have a very small list of things I really want, and I get like little blinders on my eye, eyes where I don't want anything else. I know exactly what I want. So next one, I want AP Royal Oak. I I can't decide between females or. 37 so i need to go try on comparatively once again i'm in no hurry to get this watch either like i have a small list of things i'm not in a massive hurry to get just like somewhere along the journey of life i'd like to pick up so my next one i want i I was obsessing over the rolex oyster perpetual which i got so that scratched that itch i just thought it was a fantastic versatile piece and scratched a really different itch in my collection uh, but the Royal Oak, next one, I want, no hurry, at some point in life. And your OP, that's the 34 mil, right? Yes, yes, you got it. You got it. But yeah, cool. I tried on a 36 that same day as well, and I was like, oh, this is really, really hard to choose between. Uh, but 34, 34 was the right choice. It was the right choice. Uh, did Did you convince Watch Puppy to get the 34? Because then if it was the 36 that he might wear it, so the 34 he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm so nice. I let him wear my watches all the time. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's no worries if he wants to wear a tiny little tank that I'll never wear. <laughs> what a waste, man! Uh, now I'm always like, oh, where are my watches? Go on, go on, go for it. Uh, but as soon as I want to wear one of his, he's like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I might want to wear it in three weeks' time. Oh dear. Does he even chat, take the links out of the bracelet for you? Because I tell my wife that it takes about half an hour, even never though it's just one ever. screwdriver. Never would he ever. Yeah, <laughs> never would he ever. He might put it on a NATO for me, but he would like sort yourself out, Brett. One of the worst days in my life when she realized that the glide lock in the Hulk, when it was pushed <laughs> on. I'm like, oh, Jesus. No, you I just have what? to put it on its, on its it largest. It just has to be on the largest setting. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah God, I, I figured that one out. <laughs> Less. I think, um, I think the um, you know, I, either way, I think it's really cool that that you guys can share that sort of passion. A- Alex, you're you're pretty similar in that sort of way, yeah. That's why my first marriage didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, actually, my first wife um, got she's the one that got me to get into watchmaking, so I, I shouldn't badmouth her at all or too much. Hmm. Um, yeah, it makes a difference when you're in a relationship with someone. That Anthony, you're right earlier on when you're talking about the kind of dream thing, mm. which I think it's why females on Instagram, if they're into watches, I can imagine they would be harassed a little bit because there's all these guys <laughs> at home and they're like, every time they talk about watches, their wife just like moves to another room or, or, or just or just <laughs> leaves the house and never comes back. So I can understand why when they see a female, like, oh my God, there's women out there who are into watches and I could be with a woman who's into watches. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, I'm I'm really lucky to. My wife wears my watches sometimes. Occasionally when she wants to, I, I don't really care. 
And it's for the last three watches after I've bought each one, I've kind of said to her, all right, this is it, like not not getting any more for ages. And then after the Habring, I got the Oxen Junior. And after that, I was like, nah, nothing, that's it. And she just sort of agrees with me. She's like, yeah, okay, no worries. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this Moser. And she's like, sure, do it, do whatever you like. You know, that's fine. So you, you, you buy what you want. So it's really um, compassionate that I don't get like grounded for saying like, oh, you said this was the last one and, and really. And if I bought another one tomorrow, I'm sure she wouldn't care. I know, so but I got, I got lucky that way. That pool boy that comes around all the time, and you don't have a swimming pool, so <laughs> <laughs> she she's okay. She's okay. Yeah, she's well oh. taken care of. Yeah. I reckon. Oh my god! Can we talk a bit about the community in um in the UK? So where you guys are, is there much of a you know? Do you, do you get to? I mean, obviously this year's been a bit crappy for everyone with with COVID, but do, is there much of a community where people sort of get together and get to share their passions around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there is quite a good one where we're at. So we're between, oh, you probably don't know this area anyways, but we're between Bristol and Bath in the UK. Oh, um, right. so we go to, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we go to the Bristol like Red Bar meetups as often as we can, and there's so many fantastic people. And because I'm quite new to Instagram as well, I'm kind of still navigating around the community and figuring out who's who, what's what. And it's surprising how many people in our area are like on Insta and they're like, oh, uh, you're, you're in the same area as me. So there is a really, really good community where we're at. Um, but I did go. I went to a Red Bar meetup with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> there was two girls in the room. Uh, like Dan, Dan occasionally likes things was there and his girlfriend and then me uh, and nobody talked to me. You could tell they just mm. uncomfortable. What, like there's only and one woman like, allowed in the room at the, at the same time? Yeah. Like the other girl has to leave. <laughs> Two is overkill. Yeah. It's so hard to make friends, but nobody wanted to talk to me. And it's already like uncomfortable enough because you don't know what to say. You're like, hi, I like your watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just yeah. didn't know what to say or what to do and nobody was talking back to me and they would like give me one word answers I thought oh my gosh they hate me <laughs> they really hate they're me they're probably just intimidated they're probably intimidated I think it's intimidating <laughs> anyway when you, well I felt kind of intimidated the first couple of times I went to red bar things because you don't know anyone and then everyone's just there kind of passing watches around and yeah it's so I think mm. if you're a girl as well, then it just adds to that. You're like a minority in a minority group. Kind of is, yeah, mm. I think it just probably makes was, things worse. Yeah, I was so suspicious of this red bar as well. I was like, James, what if it's organized by thieves? Like, what if a bunch of thieves have just kind of said, ah, oh, like, bring your watches, <laughs> come to this. So I was really unsure going there in the first place. I was like hiding all over watches, not sure what was going on, but... <laughs> Everyone, everyone was great. The, the, the Bristol Watch community is really fantastic. Um, and, and the deeper I find myself into it, it, it's, yeah, everyone's been so kind and welcoming to me. Yeah, Except- I think that's, and it's such a, it's it's so true all around the world. Like, it doesn't matter. We, we obviously, we talk to a lot of people from, you know, all all sorts of places. And there seems to be lots of these little communities just about everywhere. Um and even in Adelaide, like when I moved back from Melbourne, it's the one thing that I was going to miss the most is just the get-togethers with the guys in Melbourne, which is so much fun. And, yeah. um, you know, coming back to Adelaide, and I found out that there's a good sort of 30, 40 people here 
that are just as into it as I am, um, which is which is good because at least they they do Friday night drinks on the second Friday of every month, and then every quarter they do a big get together, um, which is awesome, uh, which I didn't expect. So um, so that's really cool. Um, if we can we talk about your stories, please, because obviously I know that you sit through you sit through meetings and you obviously get bored or you clearly don't have to have your video on or something. Um, just put yourself on yeah. mute, video off. It's like one of those things where you're like, is Brit here? Yep, present, and then they don't talk to you till the end. Um, but you know, you, you obviously I, I do look forward to your stories each day because they are crackers. But can you give us? Some insight into the I've ride my bike voice, please, because that's just the best thing I've ever seen yeah. on, on Instagram. You have to clarify what voice you mean. <laughs> oh, isn't it? oh my gosh. Yeah. So really, because I really just started the watch page over COVID. It was semi to get more likes on my wrist pics because my real friends didn't appreciate it. And the other portion was just to fill some boredom over COVID. So since COVID, we've all been using Zoom and platforms like that far more. Like a year ago, no one has ever heard of Zoom. And now Zoom is something we can all talk about quite freely and openly and understand what each person's talking about. So I'd be going to Zoom meetings thinking, oh my God, these are just freaking boring. I have absolutely no reason to be there. Like I'm not, no one's talking to me. I'm in this meeting for whatever reason. I just turned my video off and do a and a pretty much from there on my watch page because I don't give a shit about what's going on with this boring church meeting. Um, yeah, the stories, I don't know what they've evolved out of. So the first time I ever posted one, <laughs> I posted, well, I was just doing like the usual watch thing where I was just like reposting watch pictures for a few weeks because that's what everyone seemed to be doing. So yeah, and then one time I thought, I'll post this meme. This is pretty funny. This is great. Everyone's going to love it. Uh, I wake up the next morning. My husband was like, you realize you posted that on your watch page, not your personal one. It was was quite a risque meme as well. It definitely had the C word in it. And it it was like- So your personal one is even- even more sort of uh, <laughs> extroverted than the than the watch one. The personal one's wild. Yeah, yeah. So it's private. Oh, God. One in the church can like follow me on it. And I just basically, <laughs> I just slag off the church, the Church of England most of the time. Uh, people have started unfollowing because <laughs> they think it's too risque. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I, I posted a meme. It was, yeah. And my husband was like, this isn't your personal page. This is your watch page. And I was devastated. I thought, oh my gosh, maybe no one will like this. So I unposted it immediately. I took it down. Uh, and then I went through my DMs and everyone was giving me this like amazing feedback. They're like, ha ha ha, so funny, like laughing face emoji. I thought, oh, like maybe they'll actually like me for me. Yeah. So <laughs> then I start like testing the waters a little bit. I start doing, you know, little things where I start talking, just testing the water, seeing if anyone likes it. And I was getting fantastic feedback. Yeah, so so then I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll actually fully be myself. Uh, so I'm, I'm just really being myself really in it most of the time. And I think, um, I think a lot of us just think, okay, we're here for watches and that's our niche. We're just going to watch watches nonstop. But I find 
find what's even more interesting is the person behind the watch. Half half of what's interesting to me about the watch is who's wearing it. Even as we look into the history of our watches and why we love them and whatever their unique gimmick is or their story or whatever. Who wore it, for me, is, is half the romance. So why not share a little bit more of my life and see if people like me as well as my watches? And I, I've just got really fantastic feedback from people and I, I couldn't believe it. And um, people will ask me, they'll slide into my DMs and say, you know, there's people like just trying to grow their page. <laughs> there's like, please, <laughs> like my page, like please <laughs> repost my page. <laughs> I get those people coming in. Yeah. I don't know. I just say it's a bit losery, but yeah, I mean, that's my opinion. And what was the, what was the best response you got for the back pocket, um, pocket shot hashtag? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one was really just Rollapalooza starting beef with me and being like this is not a pocket shot creates a whole story <laughs> in <a> full <laughs> devoted to proving me wrong <laughs> but, really? but yeah but no, it honestly cracked me up I loved it I, I love it I was like you know what all publicity is good publicity I'll take it Let, let's roll with it either way and I had a plan with it either way because it was the same time as the U.S. elections where Donald Trump was falling behind and he's like, it's rigged, it's rigged. So I thought if he agrees with me and they say this is not a pocket shot, I can just like quote Donald Trump. People will think it's funny. Uh, it's rigged, it's rigged. <laughs> I need to recount. And then if everyone agrees with me, then I can be really smug and say, ha ha, it is a pocket shot. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a pocket shot. I don't know. We, maybe we should ask JP Melves. He's the uh, mm. he's the king of pocket shots, so <laughs> he uh, maybe he can decide uh, whether it's uh, it, it's good enough or not. Um, but I think you know, with your stories, it's obviously for people playing along at home. Just keep an eye out for Watch Gringa stories because they are they are hilarious um, a oh, lot of the time. Stop. But also, no, but it's true because, you know, sometimes you're going through these stories and it's just boring after blah, boring. After blah, boring. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this person talking about how she ride her bike to work or something. It's just, it's just different. <laughs> so, you so know, please keep up the good work there. Uh, Put the effort in because it is worth it. It's probably why you've grown so much because, um, you know, people are interested because it's funny. I've never seen Anthony oh, as excited. That's so nice about a uh, uh, Instagram story thing. He's like, there's this person, she might be a pastor, she might just be criminally insane. I'm not sure yet. She, might, she might be coming on the podcast. Have you seen her stories? And I was like, no. And he's like, you need to check her stories. You need to check her stories. And I was like, Stop I have it. no idea what to expect, but yeah, you couldn't, couldn't have prepared me for it. Stop no, it. Do you, guys, do you guys watch South Park at all? Yeah, I love South Park. It's so good. So the voice that I like to ride my bicycle is <laughs> altered by Shelley. So yeah. stay out with like the giant headgear. And she talks like this. <laughs> mom, stay in my room. <laughs> so it's literally uh, me just imitating Shelley and just be like, what would Shelley do if she was... Oh, that's funny. Uh, I, I don't know why, but every time I think of South Park, and you probably won't like this, but the Blame Canada song 
was just that was the best song. Besides, Carl's mum's a bitch. Was that that Carl's mum's a bitch and the Canada, blame Canada song were the two funniest oh. songs from South Park. I reckon they were so oh, good. It's so, so brilliant. Good. It's so brilliant. And Terrence and Philip. So, ah. Yeah, it's so stupid and clever all at the same time. Yeah, no, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> do you have any questions for us? Anything that you thought about? I've been trying to think over this last week. Uh, well, I don't have any questions that I think you guys would find all that interesting. Like, I feel like I'm just so interested in people as people. I would just ask you about like your professions and what you do for fun and what you find enjoyable. Um, well, James, do you have any questions that you'd ask? <laughs> this is a terrible question to ask, Anthony. <laughs> I, uh, I prepared her for it. I at least said I can ask you if you've got any questions for us. And she's like, okay, I'll think about it. Obviously, you didn't think very hard. That sounds about right. <laughs> can I ask a question? Cool. Yeah. Okay. Being a, a person of faith and with a direct line to the to the big guy, how does the um, <laughs> how, how does it uh, and as the self a professed worst pastor in the UK, how do you uh, balance out the helping of the the kind of underprivileged and the the purchasing mm. of luxury watches? Mm. Like, how do you mm. when you walk past somebody in the street and they're begging or whatever, and they're like, "Have you got twenty pence for a cup of coffee?" And you're like, mm. "Fuck off, peasant! I'm wearing a Rolex." <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you how do you balance that out? too funny this is too funny uh, that's a fantastic question and that's something yeah. I wrestle with in my life anyways uh no matter what is thinking okay how do my faith and this hobby align do they align is there any intersection points and I've talked to other people in watch fam who are of faith and say you know thank you so much for coming out in faith this is something I kind of wrestle with or don't know how to reconcile and then I have other people who ask me the same question as you as someone in faith how do you reconcile these two things um what I would usually say is I find Jesus and my faith um or what I would call God so time and time again in the Bible Jesus is so much more concerned with a person's heart than anything else and what is your heart for doing this? What is your heart for spending your money on this? Is it to be like, oh, look at me, I'm very wealthy? Or is it actually birthed out of a place of, this is something that brings me life, this is something that brings me joy, this is a passion, this is a passion of mine. And it's very funny. So, well, I don't know how well you guys know the Bible, but surely you'll know about Judas. <laughs> the person Great guy. Betrayed- <laughs> yeah. You got a bad rep, Judas. <laughs> He was all right. Hashtag Great beard. top-notch Great guy. Top-notch top guy. Judas. <laughs> Judas is actually the secretary of Jesus's ministry. And he controls like the purse strings. He's very much about the money. And ha- when Jesus is going around doing ministry, G- Judas's job um, is to make sure they're managing their finances okay. They can go out and buy food. Um, and he's very obsessed with money. You'll, you'll read about it. If you, if you read your New Testaments, you'll see Judas is always very concerned about money and finances. Uh, and that ends up actually being his downfall when he betrays Jesus. So I would say 
It is, what is your heart behind collecting? And if it's because you want to get flashy pieces so everyone thinks you're really well, really wealthy and cool and you've got this luxury page and look at me, I would say that's probably not the heart or the posture to be in. But if you're collecting because you think, oh my gosh, these are beautiful things. These are beautiful items that will outlive me that I can pass along. And I, I as I've already said, it's, it's the intersection of engineering, fashion and history. I, I think if you, it depends on what angle you come at it from. But it is hard to reconcile having such like things worth over a thousand pounds on, on my wrist while I'm also trying to live a life of faith. Um, it is hard to reconcile and it is still a question I'm answering for myself and what it looks like in the future. So far, that's how I've justified it to myself. But that's you know, terrible. Uh, uh, that's a terrible justification. It's good enough for the Catholics and their uh, gold candlesticks. It's good enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need those gold candlesticks. They're, they're like representing God. But do you, do you wear yeah. um, flashy watches when you're preaching? Or do you like, okay, time to put on the Casio F91W? Stop if it. I'm wearing something flashy, then the, the kind of people aren't going to be donating as much if I'm wearing wearing something good. First of all, my congregation has no clue about watches. I'll wear a Rolex. Nobody has a clue. In fact, they don't even think I have them. So one time I was leading the youth group and we were playing this game where you hold like a word or something on your head and people give you hints as to what it is. And you have to guess eventually what the word is. And one of my youth was holding a word on the head and it was Rolex. So I was dropping all these hints and then eventually i was like guys i'm wearing one and they look at my wrist and the youth burst a sweater <laughs> yeah they burst into laughter they're like you're not wearing a rolex and i was like bet you i am babes <laughs> and they're like no you're not <laughs> cool fake brit like very cool fake <laughs> and they start absolutely ripping into me they're like oh where'd you get that like thailand in a fake market and i was like no like <laughs> So no, even the people I've told I'm wearing nice watches to, they don't even believe me. Um, but yeah, I'll, oh, I'll, that's wear my, I'll wear my watches and nobody has a sweet clue what I'm wearing. Nobody's really tapped into it. I think if I wore an Apple watch, they'd be more impressed. Uh, no one seems very impressed by my watch. I was going to say, I like that your congregation trusts you so much that they don't believe you <laughs> when you're telling them something as simple as what watch you're wearing. That's the level of trust you have in the community. <laughs> One of the youth was like, yeah, I got a fake Louis Vuitton bag as well. It's as well as your watch. All right. So I think, I think though, I'm sure that you live quite a, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this word. So philanthropical <laughs> life, you know, being someone that helps youth. And so you'd get a lot of satisfaction out of that. And the fact that you're, you're doing that, it's not to counterbalance this sort of, addiction or life of luxury with watches but you're also out there doing some other fantastic things that are helping people so I suppose you can justify it like that that if you were just taking all the Rolexes and not helping anyone and then trying to be a person of faith that's probably not a good way to go I can just I have this like image of my head of me in like a bed full of Rolexes and laughing like And the kids are saying, like, can we can we go on a trip today? And you're like, I'm sorry, just like funding won't allow it this week. So we're just <laughs> gonna stay in this uh this kind of shipping container, but we'll do something fun soon. <laughs> oh so all right, so funny. here we go, here we go, here we go. Um 
If uh, two questions, what watch would Judas wear, and what watch would Jesus wear? Start with Judas. I love this. And you can so get much. help. You can ask a friend. You can ask a friend or get a fifty-fifty if you want with with James. Judas, Judas. Watch puppy. Sorry. Judas is like a bit of a loser. Uh, he's like Omega. I was going to say Hublo. No, Hublo's a cool man. Hublo's a cool. Hublo, that is a great option to throw in there. Obviously, Hublo. Sorry, I'm giving you. If you say Hublo, then it has to just be one of those plain forty mil sort of classic Hublos because we can't we can't knock the Mecca Ten and and the other big big daddies. All of a sudden. Watch Poppy's all of a sudden interested in the conversation. He's left like the corner of the lurky room. He's like come closer <laughs> to the laptop because he really wants to weigh in on this. <laughs> yeah, well, get his opinion. What watch would Judas wear? Watch Puppy. Maybe a fake Panerai? This is a fake Panerai. Hashtag <laughs> 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 uh, Do you reckon he's still, but he, he wears the fake one, but he's got the real one at home in the box? <laughs> Is he one of those guys? <laughs> oh, that's too okay, much. so Panerai. I, I reckon it'd be an Amiga Speedmaster, but anyway. That's what? You said he was a loser, Alex. So. Oh, fuck yeah. Stop it. Uh, anyway. Stop anyway. it. And Jesus, and, and Jesus, what, what watch would Jesus wear? W-W-J-W. <laughs> J-D. <laughs> oh, what would Jesus wear? Yeah. Jesus wear something very minimal class. Lamas, maybe. Pass your Foxtrot 91 biscuit all day long. <laughs> oh, that's it. the only watch you ever need. <laughs> what do you think, Alex? I think Ca- Casio F91W, the watch of the people. Yeah. 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 Oh, watch Pop yeah, but Gandhi didn't wear. Gandhi wore Rolex, didn't he? Yeah, yeah Gandhi, so Gandhi was a oh. dick. <laughs> 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 Actually, Gandhi wore a Hublot as well, I think. You know who's a dick? That Gandhi. What's he done uh, recently? I need to get to anyone? the bottom of this. So, Jesus, so Alex reckons Jesus wearing a Casio, the, the basic $20 one with the little buttons on the side. What do you think, Britt? He's got to be, I reckon Jesus. Let's think about this. Maybe like a big pilot. So that if he needed to give someone a clock, he could give him a pilot clock. would wear a big pilot. Ah, very good. Very good. Actually, it depends. Oh, that's go so with, funny. Depends which Jesus you're going to go with. Are you going to go with like real Jesus or are you going to go for like the Americanized blonde, like shredded abs, like keto, <laughs> keto diet American Jesus? He's wearing like day date 421. Like, this is a question nobody, something nobody wanted me to answer. But I will say, working in church work, that is the biggest thing I have to fight against is people's Americanized idea of who Jesus is rather than who Jesus actually is. <laughs> That's probably the biggest wow. thing. Um, uh, ooh, Jesus. I think. Yes, that one. This is so, this is so hard. I feel like he wears something really class. But then also, like, what if he's baptizing people? He needs to go to the Jordan and have something that can go underwater. Yeah, he needs something waterproof. <laughs> he's baptizing Pro-plof. people in the Jordan. <laughs> Proplof, yeah, maybe. Yeah. He'll take it. But that is an Amiga, so. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see. Oyster, OP. Yeah. We yeah. say he wears an OP 39, so. Old colors. 
Yeah, old colors, sunburst style. Yeah. Olive green, green. Yeah, he's wearing an olive green, sunburst style, oyster perpetual. 39. 39 mil. Fair enough. That's good. That's I'll, I'll take it. I'll take That's it. That's my guy. Discontinued now, so it's probably going to skyrocket, and then he'll give the money to charity. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. There's all these dicks out there getting flipping watches for money. Jesus he's just flip. doing it. Jesus wouldn't flip. Nah. <laughs> nah. He's not a flipper. Flippers. No, no, no. no. anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, cool. I have I have one more question, but it's kind of it's, it's really awkward because – you and oh, what's God. up here there. So, Britt, you, I, I think you're going to have to answer the question without me asking the question because I don't know that I can do it. So, <laughs> a while ago, yeah, you reckon I, Yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe I'll ask you both jointly um, because I know, Britt, you were upset that you missed out on this conversation. So, here goes. Oh, yes. Do you wear yes! your watches and socks while having sex? Watches and socks during sex, Bobby. Mm. Okay, yes. So... <laughs> when I was invited to be on this show, there had already been another show where they discussed uh, if people wear their watches and socks during sex. And I said, I'm most disappointed that I wasn't on the show during this question because I love awkward, uncomfortable questions like this. <laughs> um. So if you're wearing an automatic watch and it needs wine, well, that's more soft love, James. I feel like. Or if you're wearing an automatic watch. <laughs> 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 Anthony, you become oh, one of those God. creepy watch bastards now. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> hey, it, I did not I didn't want to ask this. It was it was Brit that said she missed out and we don't want people in the community to miss out on anything. So, <laughs> you know, we are we are one for all. So yeah. Socks is a no no. I did explicitly request this question. Um Exactly, see? Socks, no. Oh, watch you dirty bastard. He says <laughs> yes. Socks, no. Socks, I actually almost never wear socks. The only time I wear socks is when I'm playing ice hockey. I wear them with my skates. Other than that, I don't actually really wear socks. Uh, so socks, never, never. Yeah, you can't wear. So just watch. Yeah, you can't be naked and like being sexy and wear socks. Uh, but but now, as for watch, some Tom Cruise did. Right, Tom yeah. Cruise, you know, in that movie with the white shirt and the socks on, when he came out with his sunglasses on. Oh yeah, okay, risky business. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, yeah, that's the one. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, not not for Britney. It's not for the gringa. Not for the gringa. For the gringa, she'll sometimes wear a watch during sex. If you're like in the heat of the moment and passion is just around, <laughs> like you don't have time to like think about these things. And it depends on how big the watch is as well. Like. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. No hublots were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, if it's a little watch, you're not even thinking about it. No worries. Crack on. Crack on. But bigger oh, watch, I'm yeah. thinking about it. I'm never coming back on your show ever again, Anthony. You've taken it. You used to be all class, and now you've just, like, it's like you're listening to, to too many of my shows where I'm just. In the gutter uh, all the time. You know, when we get a guest like Brittany, though, you wanna, we gotta have fun. We gotta make this, you know. And tonight we've we've learned what watch Jesus would have worn or Judas. Uh, what else have we learned, Alex? I feel like I've I've learned nothing tonight, but in the best way possible. <laughs> watch Ringer and oh dear, that's funny. Said in the same sentence. Oh. I'm not sure if you heard him. He said, watch Gringa in class aren't usually used in the same sentence. <laughs> Ouch. Jeez. This 
This wasn't uh, going to be an elevating show. You weren't going to learn something here, but you were just going to have a good time. Exactly. And I think we've done that, but I think we can start to wrap up and we'll move to um, people to go follow on Instagram. Uh, Alex, you want to kick us off? Um, I was going to be difficult and pick watch underscore, 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 pappy, just so Brett can pick that one, but I'm not going to go for that. I'm going to go for... <laughs> yeah, I started writing. God. You did not, how many underscores did you get to? Seven? I got one. No, I did one. <laughs> I'm going to go for big block 94300. He has a lovely collection of vintage and modern watches. Pretty sick collection. Proplov. Yeah. OG Proplov. Great for baptizing people. I really like the uh, Rico that he's got. Um, yeah, he's just got some cool watches that you don't see all the time. But I'll, yeah, I like the mixture of new and old. But he still has a definite kind of style and, and taste to it as well. Yeah, yeah. cool. That Breitling yeah. Emergency, the aerospace or chronospace, that's sick. So good. Orange dial, really cool. Good one. I haven't. I wasn't following him, so I am now. Very Ooh, good. Well done. Uh, Brit, over to you. Awesome. Me too. Just started following him. I'm not sure if anyone's ever said this guy on your show, but it's another fellow Aussie. It's talk nice. underscore watches. Has anyone ever brought him up on your show? What is it? Talk Alex, underscore. Talk underscore watches. Yes. Yes. He's in Perth. Actually, this is like a perfect bridge between like all of us. So he's a Canadian who's moved to Australia. He's been, ah. he's taking these really great moody shots. Um, he's, he really, really knows his stuff. Um, so his collection, I quite like his collection. Just one, just one mm. or talk underscore watches. Yeah. Very moody, moody pictures. Yeah. yeah. Even the straps, like five straps in a row. You wouldn't think that looked that good. Is this person of, of faith? Is he a, a man of the cloth or like what's his? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually don't want to speak for him, but yeah, yeah, he did dm me once and he was like you know what it's really refreshing having someone be quite open about their faith because i also have a faith and he's one of the ones who's talked to me about like how we struggle to reconcile our passion and collection of watches with faith um so, so yeah he he is as well and uh i think he's got a fantastic little collection i love the way that he sees the world and he frames it he does these great moody shots it just all around great guy to talk to as well great great person in the community very good. Love it. That's good. I like the ones where people actually have spoken to the person. Um, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I don't. I don't have one of those. Sorry, Alex. Oh, okay. Well. Um, but uh, but mine is uh, watch foo one six eight. So watch f u one six eight. This guy's collection. So he's got four hundred and something followers. This guy's collection is bonkers. Um, he's got one of my favorite, favorite, favorite watches, which is the, the JLC, um, oh God, the lab, I think it's the lab two. Yeah. Lab two, extreme lab two, um, which is a insane, like just the maddest technology, um, that the JLC has really ever come out with. Um, it's like the sixth photo that he's got at the moment, but just a, a insane collection with JLC deadbeat seconds, um, Polaris, uh, what else? He's got a Batman. He's got some um, uh, Gerard Perigo, Laureado, Tudor Ranger, 
5960 Patek, like just, yeah. And takes, takes some really cool photos. Obviously just has a mad, mad, mad love for watches. And is he of faith? Is he a Dominican monk? Or... <laughs> I don't know. He possibly could be. I think he, he says probably sharing is a... the passion. Yeah. Passion, so passion of the Christ. Faith. Yeah. Mel Gibson. Look, he... Yeah. Okay. Let's not go down that path. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Jesus. He's actually got one of those citizen. Um, oh, no. It says not mine. But remember that citizen? I think it was last year or the year before they bought out that. Um, quite expensive quartz that was, um, you know, it was one of the most accurate quartz movements to ever be produced. Um, and I think they did it in white gold. But yeah, just really cool, really cool collection. Um, I only started following him recently. I've not had eating conversations with him, but I'm sure it's not going to take long for uh, for me to do that because I want to hear about the what it's like to have the JLC Extreme Lab 2 because that is a mad, mad watch. One of my favorites for a very long time. Um, and it's good because they're coming down in price, way out of my price bracket. But anyway, it's fine. Your wife will accept it. You'll you'll work your way around it. Yeah, when I get a job, it'll be all <laughs> yeah, right. <when> <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I think uh, I think we'll start wrapping up. But Britt, thank you so much for coming on to the show and watch Puppy as well. Um, really pleased that we were able to get uh, get him on as well. And maybe we talk to him another That's time. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, like, next time we get, like, both of them on and, yeah, really destroy that relationship by kind of... (laughs) (laughs) It'll just be us slagging each other off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a funny feeling that... But Watch Puppy's going to be on our side. I reckon it's going to be the three of us versus Britt. Yes. That's usually how it goes. See, see, he knows what's up. He knows what's up. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Everyone just makes fun of me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> well, please keep up the great work that you're doing with the stories. And I mean, you know, you you know it's true because you've just said then that people, other people have said it's refreshing to see some of the content and, you know, that you're open with your faith, et cetera. So you're obviously making an impact to people, um, you know, all over the world, which is, which is awesome. And that's exactly oh. what this community needs. We need more people to do funny stuff as well. Alex tries to be funny a lot I'm of the time. Hilarious. It's, just, it's just not, you know, it doesn't cut the mustard, but he's getting, you know, he's getting better. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm um, trying. He's trying. He, he's got another show called Robin the Regulator. That, that's a real hoot, that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, thank you so much. Did you, did you have fun? Was it, ha- how did it sort of play out for you as you expected? Oh, babes, I've had a blast. I, I was really nervous coming on. It's really funny. Yeah, I, I felt really, really nervous coming on. Uh, but I've had an absolute hoot. Thank you so much for having me as well. Um, this has just all been beyond my wildest dreams. I, I never thought anyone would ask me to come on anything like this. So thank you very much. And thank you for staying up late as well. I know with our time differences and everything. So thank you ever so much, Scott. Wow. had an absolute blast. Our, our pleasure. We'll have to add you into the Slack group um after this as well i'm not sure if they're ready for that yeah i know but you know that's all right it's uh we do need a token girl in there though we do need a token girl we do we do um but you'll also have to review some of your watches for the website because it would be cool to to get some more women involved in reviewing watches um alex have we had one yeah i don't know we have we had yeah um, rock chick yeah yeah is that the only one um yeah that's it yeah Wow. So please, Britt, do some, even review some of Watch Puppy or get Watch Puppy to review his own watches, but 
through your eyes maybe um so we can just publish it as another lady which would be great my um, words her mouth yeah and you know Britt, that once you do three reviews you get a nato with a chicken on it and <laughs> yeah. everyone you know, well, I'm I thing. <laughs> you know i love a chicken so i messaged these- back. he was telling me about this chicken nato and i was like you'll never believe it chickens are my favorite animal <laughs> i'm obsessed with chickens uh it's good so anyway do three reviews there's no there's no shortcuts and no special treatment to anyone that does not do three reviews except for judas so, judas gets one straight away yeah yeah Stop it. But we've already got enough speedmasters <laughs> yeah true we don't true, need another yeah. one ah! <laughs> uh, anyway all right that was a lot of fun thank you very much so um please for people listening at home go check out watch gringa and watch puppy and you know Check out Do the stories because they are an absolute blast. Um, head over to fifthwrist.com to review one of your watches. And as we've said, you know, we're getting more and more people doing these reviews. And in time, you know, hopefully we're going to end up with a, a super honest, um, you know, network or, or data of watches that is going to be able to be shared with the community all over the world so every time you do a review chances are whether it's tomorrow or the next day you're going to help someone you know make the right decision for them so please do that if you want to join our slack group you can reach out to alex or myself or any of the fifth wrist um, hosts on any of the shows and we'll get you into the slack group uh, we're having an absolute blast uh, alex anything from you i've had a lot of fun and uh thanks Britt for coming on you've lived up to all uh Anthony's and myself's expectations <laughs> definitely meet your heroes so yeah thanks for for coming on you're a lot of fun and thanks for Very for uh, watch Pappy as well for being in the background yeah I don't think we've ever had um someone in the background talking uh and getting just, involved as well just so Michael's cool. wife when he's like bring me more beer <laughs> she's like I'm leaving you oh <laughs> <laughs> when he's passed out at the computer yeah, and he's just yeah, gone to sleep him, mid, yeah. mid podcast yeah. <laughs> sorry guys he's he's out <laughs> anyway that's enough from me thank you Britt. thanks alex thanks watch puppy and for everyone else stay on time ah oh, that's very cool um so well i'm glad your husband's there that's that's really good that and so with the sharing side of things, does he wear the, the, the tangente or the tangente, however you want to say it, the nomos? Uh-oh. Can you hear me, Alex? I can hear you. My headphones stopped working. Oh. Hello? Can you hear us? Maybe she's, maybe she's doing that funny thing that I was doing earlier on. Brett? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, oh, no. you love editing. Yeah, that's all right. This stuff's easy because you just Technology, drag it? and drop. Brett, can you hear us? Is she back? I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit. This yeah, would be one that I'll I put the music over in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Hmm. What if I do this? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, no. Brett? It's weird that she can't hear at least one of us because normally when this fucks up, they can hear someone. Yeah. Hello? 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 Oh my God, they can hear me. They've just typed. Hello. <laughs> oh no. It will wait for me, James. Oh, guys, I am so sorry. Oh, Anthony, you said you didn't want to edit as well. I'm so sorry. I'm so happy you've been able to hear me though. I don't know what's <laughs> happened. Use Microsoft Alex, Paint. I'm checking what do you my mean? computer. I'm trying to make the computer work.
<laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you all still hear me? Yes. Can you hear us? Hello. Uh, yeah. Hello. I'm so sorry. I, I don't. No, know. don't apologize. I don't know how long it went on my tangent, Nick. How much you heard? How much you didn't hear? Sorry. We heard everything. It was just you can hear us.